Hello. Hi there. It's episode nine of No One Is Listening Anyway. Thanks for coming back. This is our podcast where we talk shit, talk smack, talk about some rages, give you some facts, chuck in a little segment. And this week's topic is worst jokes. I'm really looking forward to this one. Which are actually really funny. Yeah, they are. I find the shit ones really funny. We've been cracking up. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, there's a couple that we actually can't tell, but... Yeah, maybe DM us and we'll tell you them. Yeah. <laughs> maybe subscribe to us and we'll tell you them. Yeah, we'll subscribe <laughs> and we'll give you the the nighttime version of the jokes. Yeah, pay us money. Give us some money and I'll tell you some jokes. Like a comedian. Yeah. Basically. So how are you? How was your Christmas? Oh, well, <laughs> I'm going to say good. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Little uh, surprise fact. We're pre-recording. <laughs> so it could be good. Could be pretty good. Could be pretty shit. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. I'm going to go with good. Yeah, going to go with oh, good. Oh, I'm so full from all that turkey. Oh, I've put stone on. Oh, gosh. The cooking was spectacular. It was. Everything went brilliantly. To plan. Yeah. Yeah. Got some really nice presents <laughs> and um, had a marvellous time. Good. I'm glad. I'll update you in a couple of weeks. I'm still processing it all, you know? So We'll give you the facts when we come back. Yeah. From actual Christmas. From actual Christmas. It's manifestation, isn't it? It is. We're manifesting a good Christmas. Yeah. It's all done and gone and my house is clean and tidy and everyone's left. Wonderful. Oh, what a day. (laughs) What a dreamy day that will be. I bet I'll come on my period that day. (laughs) Fuck's sake. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Well, speaking of manifestation, have you ever read that book, The Secret? Yeah. Is it any good? Yeah. Does it work? Yeah. What, What worked? So you need to be in the right frame of mind. When I first started reading it, I got the right hump. Okay. I was like, right. So basically what you're telling me is everything bad that's ever happened is my fucking fault. Okay. Because I had negative thoughts. And then I read it a bit later when I wasn't in such a bitchy mood. <laughs> and um, I was like, right, okay, let me, let me give this a go. So I stopped thinking, I stopped worrying about things that I would normally worry about. So like money, bills, da 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 just as soon as they come into your mind, just put them out of your mind and only think about things that are going to make you happy. More money or just financial security, whatever it might be, you know, moving house, da 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 and you just start to because what happens is you change your mindset and you start seeing the positives in things which makes you act more positively. Mm. And when you're acting positively and productively, good things happen. So it's not just, if I really think about winning the lottery, I'm going to win the lottery. If I really think about getting a promotion, I'll get a promotion. That's not, you're not going to get it because you're thinking about it. But if you're acting positively and productively and making productive steps then eventually that will happen. And then you'll be like, oh, fuck me, it's happened. I.e., so we used to get this, when we lived in the flat, We used, every fucking December, we used to get the, like the maintenance bill. Oh, right, yeah. And it was always a massive bill, um, like five, 600 quid. And it was, they'd send it to you like the week before it was due. And it was always due on like the 1st of January. 
and no one's got any money on the 1st of January. And if you didn't pay it, they'd tell your mortgage lender that you've defaulted on your maintenance. Really? Yeah. And then we used to get the rent and rates in December as well. Um, And obviously the gas and electric goes up in December. So I would always panic and I'd always have a bit of a nightmare. Anyway, so I just completely put it out of my mind. And every time it popped in, I would think, no, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Anyway, didn't get the bill. Oh. Didn't get the bill. They sent us a letter saying um, we're reviewing this, that and the other and we'll be in touch. Didn't get it. And then for the first time ever, I got a tax rebate. Nice. So I got money in and no money out. And then I, I started doing better at work and then I started making more money at work. And because I was acting more positively and more productively, my work life was better because mm. I was doing better and I was doing more rather than letting everything that pisses you off piss you off, find a solution for it, work through it, have a, you know, a good outcome. Yeah. A good end result. Because I see people talking about it all the time and I know it's so cliche, like, new year, new me, but I wanted to start 2024 off with a little bit of more of a positive mindset. Yeah. So I was just wondering if it worked and if it was something worth reading, doing. Well, I found it really helpful. Chris read it as well. He really liked it. He started being more productive. So he's, his boxing clubs got more busy. He was being more proactive with that. He's making all right money out of the boxing now. And we've bought a house. So, you know, it's just about, it's just about manifesting the positive and not ignoring the negative, but not letting the negative overwhelm you mm. and get drawn in and sucked down in that spiral of, oh, I've got this bill, everything's shit, got no money, this is shit, that's shit, you know, stomping into work, doing the bare minimum, being fucking tired all the time because you're up worrying about this, that and the other. There's also another really good book which I've just started reading and it's called... um, Fuck me. It's called Fuck Me? It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Oh, I bought that. I've got it on Audible. It's really, really good. It's kind of contradictory to the secret. It's basically saying manifestation doesn't work, i.e. you can't just sit and think about it. You've got to be proactive. Like ways to not get in that negative spiral. Mm. And there's another book. Oh, fuck me. It's a Another fuck me book. Sorry. It's written by... I'm in the middle of like four books at the moment. I really need to sort my life out. But I listen to them on the way to work. Oh, do you do all, you do all, all of the books? Well, yeah, because they're... I don't know how, but they're basically free. Oh, Atomic Habits. So that's really good. And it's written by someone who went through something really crazy and worked through it, got better, da 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 And he's basically talking about if you set a goal and it's relatively unachievable in the time frame that you've given yourself, you're going to give up and then you're going to beat yourself up by give, for giving up. Mm-hmm. So it's about making a 1% improvement each day. So... I don't know, it could be anything. Could be work, could be could be running. 
if you want to do a marathon rather than going right i need to run 26 miles well, let's do a mile and tomorrow we're doing a mile and a half and wednesday we'll do two miles and what it does is it gives you a sense of achievement and you've achieved something which spurs you on to do more rather than so if you say i want to lose a stone in five days that's not going to happen is it? it's not going to happen and then you're going to get the ump and then you're going to binge eat and then you're going to weigh more than you did to begin with yeah but if you say i want to lose two stone by this time next year and you consistently work at it and you consistently try and you make a one percent in one percent improvement each day hmm. so it's not about let's throw away all the crisps and all the chocolate and let's never have anything nice ever again it's okay well let's have two treats a week and next week we'll have one treat a week and let's not drink the fat coke and let's try that you do i mean little positive improvements yeah that you can build on yeah that sounds really good actually or you have to share atomic habits yeah it's called atomic habits and the other one is the subtle art of not giving a fuck yeah i need to read that i did buy it i didn't read it it's really really good because I am probably, the, I would say I'm a very negative person. I'll set unachievable goals. I'll get pissed off when yeah. I don't do them. And then I'll think, fuck it, well, there's no point. What's the point? Yeah. I'm not going to do anything then. What's the point? Why am I even bothering to try? Yes. But yeah. I want to set a new 2024 resolution. Be more positive. Be more productive. Get shit done. Yeah. And have, like life goals because i'm not getting any younger i know time is running out i know it's scary (laughs) see that's negative (laughs) no it's not though it's a realization and i'm 40 next year and i'm sitting in i'm thinking i haven't fucking done anything Mm -hmm. what have i done i've spent my whole life at work yeah like what have i done so i want to um i've bought this like planner book thing and you I don't. I haven't gone through it yet because I haven't had fucking time. But you know, you write, get up in the morning, write down some stuff, what you want to achieve that day, just that day. Oh, like journaling. Yeah, like journaling, and then in the evening before you go to bed. So rather than going to bed, with in a strop with like, oh, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. You write down five things that you're grateful for. So, you know, it's things like it's really fucking cold outside. And it's horrible to be out in this weather. But I can come home into my house and have a warm bath. So I'm grateful for that. There's food in the cupboards. There's Pepsi Max in the fridge. Always. Always. I just love it. And it's just... It's kind of, And Positive I like... affirmations. Yeah. And it's... So I, I have been learning a lot about Buddhism as well. And it's along the same sort of vein rather than, and it's, I think they talk about it in Atomic Habits or the other one. I'm not sure. You wait to be happy. You think, right, once I've done this, I'll be happy. Once I've done that, I'll be happy. And then you do that. and But then you find another thing that you're going to need to do before you can be happy. So I don't know. Once I've lost two stone, I'll be happy. Once I've got my hair done, I'll be happy. Once I've got my new car, I'll be happy. Once we've moved, once we've decorated, once we've redone the bathroom, I'll be sorted. No. That's literally me. <laughs> be happy now. There's Why are you waiting to be happy? Mm. Be happy now. 
be happy that you've got a car, you've got a home, you've got food in the fridge, you've got clothes, you've got a, you know, whatever your relationships are, you've got a nice relationship. It's just being, living in the moment and being grateful for now because even when everything isn't perfect, we're actually a lot richer than what we realise, mm-hmm. you know? We've, you've got family, you've got friends, you've got a roof over your head. When it's bitterly cold and I'm scraping my car at like fucking half six in the morning, I really try and think like there's homeless people that are living in this mm-hmm. and I'm scraping my Mercedes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So be grateful that you get to scrape your Mercedes so you can get to your job because a lot of people aren't in the same position. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a Mercedes, could be a Corsa. Still going to be warm when the heat goes Still on. Still going to be warm, babes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically the answer to your question, have I read The Secret? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Netflix as well. I'm sure it's somewhere. I think probably because most people have read it. Why would you watch it? I, do you know what? I actually did start the one on Netflix. It was just the voice, wasn't it? It wasn't really... It's just people talking yeah. to you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just people basically reading the book. And I think you need to be in a nice frame of mind. because so I'll other... read it in two years. No, <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise it can... Like I thought it was, it was telling me that I'm to blame for everything bad that's ever happened. I see. There's a lot to be said for that journaling thing though. Let me know how it goes because I was, uh, again, negative, but you see a lot of people on Instagram journaling like yeah. religiously every day and I just, part of me is like, what's the point? But I guess it does make sense. And I think what it does as well, hopefully, is it's just, it's instilling a discipline and how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I've got to do this at half past five. And then I'm going to have a shower and then I'm going to get ready for work and I'm going to have a nutritional breakfast. These are my New Year's resolutions because mm-hmm. um, my diet is terrible. I don't eat loads of shit, but I rarely eat. And when I do, it's crap. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to be more nutritional. Nutrition. I need to... Nutritionally minded. Yes. Um, I need to have an eating schedule. I want a sleep schedule and I just I just want to be more organised mm-hmm. because I feel like this year has just been absolute chaos. I feel like we've white knuckled through 2023 <laughs> 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 and a couple of years before that was COVID years and they were just insane. So I think I just, now the wedding's done and all of that stuff's done, you know, we've we've moved house. We've had we had a, a big year. We moved house. Yeah. We got married. Got a dog. Got a dog. Just you know, just let's fucking calm down a little bit and just get organised. Yeah. We can do a recap on that in the new year. So I'll let you know. <laughs> Find me in March <laughs> when I'm under the stairs having a breakdown, <laughs> crying right, in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I did a I did a Harry Potter reference there. Did you notice? Yeah, it was lovely. Thanks, Potter. Red hair and a hand-me-down robe. You must be a Weasley. No, I'm desperately waiting for that salt burn to come out. The salt Amazon burn? One. Yeah, it looks creepy. What's that? It's like an Amazon original, but it's in the cinema before it comes to Amazon. Oh. Um, I watched the trailer for it. It looks really good. But um, it's like a dark comedy, like, scary. So I'm eagerly anticipating that. Oh. Oh, I watched a good film the other day. Well, I thought it was good. 
Um, and I'd never heard of it. You know Clive Barker, the one that does um, Hellraiser? Nope. Hellraiser. I know Hellraiser. I, don't, I watched it fucking years ago. Oh, I love Hellraiser. You know they've got about 20 Hellraisers? The man with the needle yeah. things in his face. Pinhead. Pinhead. Yeah. Hey, you, Pinhead. <laughs> Clive Barker's like a horror author and he wrote one called Books of Blood. So there's been like two films. So Hulu released a film called Books of Blood. And it was based oh. on the Clive Barker novels. I Any thought good? that was really yeah. No, I thought it was really good. Is it scary? Um, no, it wasn't like scary, scary. It was a bit gruesome, but yeah, it was good. Nice. Give it a go because I'd never heard of it. I found it on TikTok. Books Don't... of blood. Books of blood. There we go, guys. Recommendation corner. Books of blood. <laughs> and there's two. There's two. And I haven't finished the first one yet. There's two. Because Ash don't let me watch films that I want to watch. Because he says they're shit. Rude. Are you watching anything interesting? I started watching The Crown. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I'm fully into it. Is it good? So, I do feel like it took me a little while to get past episode two. I feel like the first couple of episodes are a bit meh. Now we're into it, and we're fully into Elizabeth's reign. And I love it. I fucking love it. It's brilliant. Everybody raves about it, don't they? Honestly, it's so good. It's so interesting. Oh, I might give it a go. I've, it's never pulled me to want to watch it. Are you a royalist or no? Um, I don't mind them, but I'm not like proper into them. I don't know if I would call myself a royalist. I know a bit about the royal family and I absolutely love the royal family. Um, I like the Queen. I loved the Queen. I was so upset when she died. Yeah, I was quite sad. I actually cried. Did like, you? I sobbed. Yeah, yeah, I was gutted. But yeah, The Crown is really interesting. And also, I think it's just like, it's quite a nice watch, like a nice, easy watch. And it's quite cinematic, like the, the scenes are done really well, like the sets and stuff. It's filmed really well. And it's very interesting. Is there scandal? There's so many scandals. Do you think it's, is it proper true to, pr- true to life? I mean, I haven't fact-checked, but it's on the Netflix so I'm going to take it as verbatim. Yeah, it must be. That that's what happened. It must be exactly what happened. Exactly like to the thing. Mm, interesting. There's quite a couple of scandals to do with the war. Oh. Mm. Which war? The Second World War. Okay. Not the Boer War. The Boer War. The Boer War. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really good. Watch it. Okay. I'm on. I've just finished series two, because I I want to get to like the Diana bit and stuff that's why i wanted to watch it because i'm just in love with princess die but yeah i just started at the beginning that's a good watch give it a go oh one more before Mm. we go into our segment you would like it um it's on bbc it's called wolf okay it's a it's a it's a scary one brilliant literally i think there was like six or seven episodes best thing i've watched in a long time what's it about it's a it's like two stories intertwined to one. So the um, it's about a police officer investigating the disappearance of his brother. But there's a parallel storyline running at the same time Ooh. of a serial killer. Ooh. And they've taken hostage of a family in their house. The police officer on his own trail sort of gets linked in with this storyline. Oh, it's twists everywhere. It's brilliant. Twists and turns. Twists and turns. I was on the edge of my seat. I've done it all in a day. 
Really? Yeah, it's brilliant. Oh, I'm going to put that on my list. That magical day where my house is clean and no one's here. I'm going to watch it. Which was yesterday. Which was yesterday. What a lovely day. I forgot to watch it. Oh, we've made so many sort of half-baked plans of, oh, yeah, we'll do something during the middle bit. We'll do something during the break. There's only like three days. Yeah, there's no there's no real time in between. No, there isn't. I don't know how we're going to see all these people. I don't think we will. But I just want to sleep. Same. I don't want to go out. No. I've, I worked right up to Christmas Eve. I don't... I just want to be at home with right. the dog. Piss take, mate. Absolute piss take. Well, just because they're paying me, they think I need to be there every day. <laughs> Fucking hell. they got another thing coming. My boss is like, yeah, you have to be in. And I'm like, but I was here yesterday. <laughs> and the day before. Like, it's Wednesday. Give it up. Enough's enough. Um, so what is your rage? My rage. Um, my rage is probably going to alienate some people, so I apologise. Aliens. Aliens. Um, my rage is Elf on the fucking shelf. Oh, gosh. On social media. Oh. I'm putting out a public service announcement. Nobody gives a fuck where your elf was, apart from your kids, and your kids aren't on social media. Yeah, please. Sling it. Don't care. I couldn't give less of a fuck, to be honest. Who is this post for? It literally just for the kids. Or to show how good they are that yeah. they're doing it. I'm such a good mum. I've wrapped the Christmas tree in toilet paper and put the elf on it. Yeah. All the mums I know that do it fucking really resent doing it. So can we just have a resounding stop to yeah. this mess? Because if you all stop it, then there's no pressure on anyone else to do it. It's only going to take a couple of mums to say, I'm not doing it. And then it will trickle through to everybody else. And then it will be an end. Yeah. Because you can't be the mum that's not doing it. You can't have the kid that goes to school that doesn't have the elf. Do you know what I mean? Can't be the only one. So everyone has to do it. It's a bit like when we all start getting our eyelashes done. I didn't. I did. (laughs) Fuck's sake. Can we just have a resounding stop to this? We just need an amnesty. Like, yeah, can we just have an eyelash and elf amnesty, please? It's too much effort. It doesn't make you a bad person for not doing it. No. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. I also don't care how many Christmas presents you got under your tree. Oh, ah, yeah, coupled with that. can't. Do you know what? I find that so, ah, self-serving. Yeah. Look how good I am. Look how many presents I've got. I I really hate it. And opening, taking pictures of your presents on Christmas morning, Mm. like, stop. There's no need. You don't have to have your entire life on social media. I mean, Listen, I do, but... <laughs> I'm I'm a bit of a poster. I like to post. But not everything. What is this other thing about when people go to funerals and they're putting pictures up on Facebook of the funeral? I've not seen this. I've seen a few. Oh. It's very ungraceful. I don't like it at all. No, I've not seen that at all. If I'd have put pictures of my nan's funeral on Facebook, she'd have risen from the dead and told me to fuck off. Well, she wouldn't have swore because she never swore. Um, she would have been outraged. I think it's really undignified. And what what's the purpose? Oh, look, my parents died. Don't do that, please. Are they like selfie pictures as well? Like, There's some selfie ones and there's pictures of the coffin and the flowers and I don't like it at all. Yeah, it's a bit distasteful. It's very, that's exactly what it is, distasteful. Mm. Don't do that. And stop Elf on the fucking shelf, please. Stop it. 
I mean, do it, but keep it to your own home. Well, I probably won't have to worry about it. It's very festive rage. I won't have to worry about it for another year, but another it year. starts awfully early. It's like in the summer, the first day back to school picks. Oh, yeah, don't care either. For safety reasons, don't do that. Mm. Because there are fucking millions of paedophiles scouring Facebook and you are posting where your children go to school and what they look like and what your name is, by the way, and their name. Mm -hmm. So this pedo can now turn up to that school and say, your mum has told me to come and get you, Aiden. It's fucking dangerous, man. Yeah. Don't do it. I mean, a couple of my friends do, but they scrub out their badge so you don't know what school they're going to. That's clever. And I know it's cute and it's nice, you know, if you're a parent you, on your Facebook memories and stuff, you can see the evolution through the years and, you know, first day of school versus last day of school and all that. I get that it's cute, but it's fucking dangerous. And even if you're covering the emblem, it's not going to take a lot to find where that school uniform is from. It's just danger. People that post that they're going on holiday, you're just telling people that your house is empty. Mm-hmm. What's your rage? Fucking self-service tills. That's a good one. Oh, my God. I've had enough. It's bad enough in Tesco's, right? <laughs> it's bad enough in Tesco's that you have to put all the stuff in the trolley then you have to scan it all through. Then you have to put it all in the bags, put the bags back in your trolley, put the bags from the trolley in your car and then from your car into your house and then unpack them again. It's fucking torturous. All without getting paid from Tesco's. I don't work there. <laughs> I don't fucking work there. I don't work here. Why are you making me do this? Just before Christmas, I went to Matalan and bought a few bits and I went to the till. And she said, are you paying card? I said, yeah. She goes, oh, you need to go downstairs. This is a cash only till. Why? You've got a till there. Yeah. No one's here. Let me pay. No, downstairs. Went downstairs. Fucking mile long queue for about four self-service checkouts. And there's a bird standing there helping people do it. So it's self-service at Matalan. And I bought a couple of um, like Christmas dresses and things. You have to take the security tags off yourself. You have to take the hanger out yourself, put, and then they've got the little slot. So you have to put the hanger in the slot, put the security tag in the slot. You base, I basically work at Matalan now. They've got the same thing at Zara, exactly the same. Oh, fuck off, man. I hate it. I don't use it. I, I, I physically don't understand it. They've got it in River Island as well. Oh. Fucking winds me up. Not them as well. Yeah. And but the worst thing is, no fucker that I know shops in River Island. I never see anybody wearing river island stuff oh i love river island do you yeah i've i think i've bought a couple of things but i don't it's not my go-to shop so and it's never busy no so it's not need a self-service there's no one at the till they've got one bird at the till and then like three self-service things but matalan no till just self-serve and you have to fuck about and fold up your clothes and put them in i don't work there i don't want to work there i didn't apply I never applied for this job. I don't know why I'm... So I work in a shop, right? So I'm not being snobby about shop workers because I work in a work. fucking shop. You already work right. in a shop with so a job. I don't want to work in another shop for free on my day off. <laughs> Fuck off. Just let me give you my stuff and my card and then you just give me the bag and I can leave. I don't want to stand in this fucking 
torture. Fucking about with security tags. I don't know how to get security tags off. I don't fucking work here. But also, there's another side of the coin. They are, they're losing jobs. They've cut jobs. So people have lost jobs for machines. And I'll tell you a fact about the Tesco ones. Okay. And Tesco's, if you want to sponsor us, I will rescind this comment. But <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day who works there. And I said, because they've got new self-service. They've got trolley self-serve now. Okay. And there was nobody on the tills. It honestly hurts my back doing this self-serve thing. I had a full trolley of stuff. No one on the fucking tills. And the set and the scanners you shop thing wasn't working. So, and I said to the guy, why, why have they done this? Like, this is infuriating. And he said, because they got the machines and the software for free from the company that does it. Yeah. They get the software for free. So they're saving money. So they've got rid of a load of staff. No. And they've bought these machines in that don't cost them a thing. And it's so it's all profiteering. And he said, what they realised during COVID is that people will queue. For the self-service? For stuff. They'll Remember the queues in the supermarkets during COVID? Oh, God, yeah, 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 yeah. He said they realised during COVID that people will queue. So now they're not bothered if there's a queue. I fucking knew it. Because do you remember like a few years ago it was... They'd I can't open, remember. They'd open another section yeah, because people wh- get pissed off. Yeah, whatever supermarket was, done an ad and said, too many people at the till, don't worry, we'll open another one for you. Never more than two people queuing or whatever mm. it was. And now you've got people down the fucking aisles yeah. and taking it off half the shop. And it's because they've realised that people will, they'll do it. They don't lose money. They're not losing business. So they're pissing you off for profit and they don't care. Because even at Sainsbury's, no one's on the till. You always have to go through self-service. It's fucking ag. Mm-hmm. And the ones in Sainsbury's, there's nowhere even to put your stuff. No, there's nowhere. Had to put it on the floor. Yeah. What the fuck? Because it's like a trolley one. So there's no, like, but I had a basket. There's no thing. No, there's put... nothing. Fucking winds the hell out of me. <laughs> I hate, it pisses me off, honestly. And it pisses me off that they've they've done it for profit. It's not a convenience it's to their to make customer, our lives better. It's to make their it's to make pockets deeper. their pockets deeper. That's ridiculous. Mm. That pissed me off the other day. That's my rage. Oh, I feel better <laughs> until the next time you go. In. I'm not. I honestly, I'm not going to Matalan again because I don't work there and I don't want to work there. They are bringing them into a lot of the clothes shops, though. Yeah. So Zara, you said River Island. They've definitely got one at. Um, Oh, I always get these two mixed up. It's either Pull&Bear or Stradivarius. I know they're the one and the same, but... Oh, yeah. they're very fancy names. What are yeah. they? Oh, they're... So, Zara, Pull&Bear, Stradivarius are basically owned by the same company. Oh, and I okay. think Bershka as well. So, oh. they have all Where the do same... you shop? I've never heard of these. Oh, Westfields. Okay. It's about 20 minutes from me. Westfields intimidates me. Really? Yeah, it's too big. I get, I get scared. I've got tunnel vision. I know where I need to go. Well, I know where I need to go, but I always get lost. Mm. Like, oh, it must be that. Is it that way? Was it that? Oh, it was that way before. It's a very loosey place, isn't it? It is. I quite like a big shopping centre, but they intimidate me now. Where do you shop then? Well, I used to go to Woking because that's a nice, easy drive, nice, easy park, and they had everything there. But Woking's a bit depressing now. Oh. 
loads of shops have shut down. There's a big shopping centre, the Peacock Centre, but loads of shops have shut down. It's a bit like a ghost town. Pretty depressing, which is sad because I used to like Woking. They've got a food court. And I used to like going to the food court because I'm a tubby tubs. (laughs) (laughs) I do all my shopping online now anyway, really. Yeah, I don't really go anywhere. I had to go to Staines the other day. That gave me a fucking migraine. Yeah, I don't really go anywhere. I just order everything. It's our fault. Yeah, we're to blame. That the shops are shutting down. It's Amazon's fault, to be honest. I've got an interesting fact for us. Four. Interesting. Two for the price of one. Bog off. Two, yeah. Oh, sorry. I I thought you were telling me to bog off. No, buy one, get one free. For your shit fact of the week. (laughs) I'm going to have to fact check this by watching it. Okay. So all the clocks in Pulp Fiction are set to 4.20. Why? Um, Because 4.20 is actually culture slang for marijuana. Why? Um, It's something about the consumption or smoking around the time of 4.20pm. And they've also got like cannabis orientated celebrations that take place. On April 20th in the US and, well, I don't know if it's specifically to the US. I think they do it here, but obviously the date is backwards because it's American. So it's 420. Yeah, because they do their dates backwards. That was fun when I was booking the wedding. It's really confusing, isn't it? Why yeah. do they do everything different? Like, you became a country after everybody else, yet you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Just turn it around. Mm. Like, just, I, wanted, I wanted the 6th of June. I booked the 7th of July. <laughs> that's funny um oh okay i haven't watched pulp fiction (gasps) shut up never seen it classic bruv is it good yeah it's really good another interesting fact if you Mm. ever do because it's um a tarantino film yeah he's got an obsession with feet yeah have you heard that yeah so i think he plays random parts I can't remember if he's in the film, but I remember Dust Till Dawn and he was in that film. And yes, that. when Salma Hayek yeah. and he, she pours the tequila yeah. or something down her leg and he drinks it off her toe. Yeah. Yeah. So he casts himself and anything he casts himself is, he does something with feet. That's why, you know in Kill Bill with Uma Thurman? Yeah. And she was trying to, when she was coming out of the coma. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of foot scenes. Do you want to know me shit fact? Yes, please. Do you want to know why it's called a honeymoon? Oh, go on then. So, back in the day, like, I don't know, when people lived in thatched houses, Mm -hmm. when I was born, you would, so after the wedding, the husband and the father-in-law would drink mead for a full circle of the moon, and mead is a honey-based drink, so they would drink mead together. And I think it was like a bonding thing. Okay. And that's why it's called a honeymoon. Okay. Something you do after the wedding with mead and the moon. Okay. And do you know why you hold a bouquet? No. Because it was before plumbing and people used to smell. Oh. Which is also why wedding season is in the spring. Because it was just about warm enough to have a bath in the river. Okay. So you'd be your cleanest. 
Do you know what? I think I have heard that before about the bouquet. It's funny, isn't it? Mm. Do you know, you know, posh people are called like the upper crust. Yeah. Do you know why? No. So when you would go and get your bread, the poor people would get like the bottom bit and then the middle class people would get like the middle bit of the bread. And then the really rich people would get the top part of the bread, the nice crusty bit, the upper crust of the bread. Mate, you're just fucking firing facts out today. Honestly. Interesting. I'm just a factual... Just a fact. Just a receptacle of facts. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we go into our segmente? Yes, let's... Got some good got some good ones this week. Yeah, these are cracking me up. Some of them are mine, but a lot of them are not mine. <laughs> what did the green grape say to the purple grape? Dunno. Breathe you idiot. <laughs> <coughs> What's red and bad for your teeth? Dunno. A brick. <laughs> I saw an old lady at the cash point the other day. She said, Can you help me check my balance? So I gave her a little shove and she <laughs> fell over. Her balance was shit. <laughs> I robbed a poor old lady the other day. At least I think she was poor. She only had a fiver. (laughs) Oh, gosh, there's so many. Two scarecrows in a field. One says, is it me or can you smell carrots? (laughs) That's terrible. What's orange and sounds like a parrot? Uh, Carrot? A carrot. Okay. Two cows in a field. One says, moo. The other one says... Oh, fuck off. I was just about to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this one's a bit shit. What do you call a fat alien? Uh, An extra cholesterol. (laughs) (laughs) What's got two legs and bleeds a lot? Half a dog. (laughs) How do you stop a dog barking in your back garden? Put him in your front garden. <laughs> what does a pervy frog say? Don't know. Rabbit. Oh, okay. <laughs> gross. Gross. <laughs> Did you hear about the guy that had a stroke in an Indian restaurant? No. He was in a coma for weeks. <laughs> That's terrible. I feel like if I had a northern accent, that would land. When does a joke become a dad joke? Don't when- know. <laughs> When it leaves you and never comes back. <laughs> Facts. I just got my doctor's test results and I'm really upset about it. Turns out I'm not going to be a doctor. <laughs> my grief counsellor died. He was so good. I don't even care. <laughs> Today I asked my phone, Siri, why am I still single? And it activated the front camera. Oi, Siri's just gone off. Oh, that's rude. My wife is so mad that I have no sense of direction. So I've packed up my stuff and write. (laughs) (laughs) Rather than left. (laughs) My husband and I have reached a difficult decision that we do not want children. If anyone does, please just send me your contact details and we'll drop them (laughs) off tomorrow. My wife asked me to go get six cans of Sprite from the grocery store. I realised when I got home that I'd picked seven up. Oh. My girlfriend keeps accusing me of cheating. She's starting to sound like my wife. <laughs> Why is there only 25 letters in the Christmas alphabet? Don't know. Because there's Noel. 
Oh, Noelle. I love a dad joke. There are some bangers in there, to be fair. What cheese doesn't belong to you? Nacho, Nacho cheese. <laughs> what does the cheese say when he looks in the mirror? Hello, me. Your mum is so fat, she fell in the Grand Canyon, got stuck. <laughs> Your mum is so fat, she got around postcode. <laughs> Your mum is so fat, she got put a belt on with a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> Your mum is so fat, she... <laughs> Your mum is so stupid, she got sacked from the M&M factory for throwing away the W's. <laughs> What'd you call an Irishman stuck between the conservatory and the front door? Don't know. Paddy old doors. <laughs> Your mum is so dumb she sits on the TV and watches the couch. <laughs> Your mum is so dumb it took her two hours to watch 60 minutes. Your mum is so ugly when she looks in the mirror the reflection dugs. Oh no. Your mum is so fat when she walked past the TV I missed three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Your mum is so fat she uses Google Earth to take a selfie. <laughs> Your mama's so fat, a vampire sucked her blood and got diabetes. <laughs> Your mama's so fat, she goes to the car wash to take showers. <laughs> Your mama's so fat, when she sat on an iPhone, it turned into an iPad. <laughs> Your mama's so fat, I took a picture of her last Christmas and it's still printing. <laughs> oh, this is savage. Your mum was so fat, when God said, let there be light, he asked her to move out the way. <laughs> Oi, your mama jokes are the best. So good. I used to love a your mama joke. So immature, aren't we? So that brings us to a close for episode nine of No One Is Listening Anyway. Thanks for joining us. You can follow us on at No One Is Listening Podcast, and that is no one with the number one. And drop us your DMs there. Because our next topic will be worst Christmas dramas. We want to hear about any punch-ups, um, who's burnt what, who's ruined Christmas, who's been too drunk. Because there's always something. And there's always one. Who got the ump and threw the Christmas tree out the window? Chris's mum. <laughs> it's okay, she doesn't listen. Okay, cool. This <laughs> does no one. <laughs> <laughs> So thanks for joining. Thanks for listening to us. And we will see you again next Friday. We won't see them. We'll talk at you. We'll talk at you. Love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye.